You guys can grab a seat. Just uh, a couple things to be aware of. Please be careful with your coffee or drinks if you have them in here. Also, um, we have some, for the adults, we have some cheese sticks and fruit snacks. And if some kids want some as well, you're welcome to go grab those at any moment. This is going to be one of those times where there are moving bodies and a little bit of noise, and we're okay with that. I would encourage you guys to enjoy this time, sit as, as still as possible, and answer a couple questions for me real quickly. What does it mean to be an encouragement to someone? Who wants to answer that? Yeah, go ahead. Way back then. Yeah. Help push them through it and help them. That's good. Yes. What else? What else does it mean to be an encouragement to someone? Adults and kids can answer. Yeah, go ahead. Loving someone is very encouraging, absolutely. Yes, and Alistair gives you a high five for that one. Awesome, all right. What else? What, other, what, other, what else does it mean to be an encouragement to someone? Oh, Hudson, go ahead. Sorry, buddy. What did he say? Love you. Perfect. Good job, Hudson. That's awesome. Okay, let me ask you this question. Then. Have you ever been encouraged? Has anyone ever been encouraged? Examples of what encouraged you. Okay, Ruby, what's an example of someone encouraging you? Oh, they helped you for testing for karate or judo or something? Taekwondo? Karate. Okay, perfect. Awesome. What else? What else? Has anyone else been encouraged? And how have you been encouraged? This is not a difficult question. Or maybe this is a bigger subject than we need. Yeah, go ahead. That's awesome. You see what she did? She just shared how she was encouraged while encouraging her kids. Top that one, everyone. Nice work. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yes, in the back. Oh, that's perfect. That's a great encouragement. It's almost like your boss gave you courage. All right, good. Okay. How else has everyone been encouraged? Any other ways you've been encouraged? Yes, go ahead. Is that Ava? Sorry. We forgot. That happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us. Any other ways that you've been encouraged? Someone's encouraged in your life. Encouragement is one of those interesting things that very few of us do on a regular basis, actually. If you think about it, a lot of times what ends up happening is we spend more time complimenting each other than we really do encouraging. And so I wanted to talk about the differences between a compliment and encouragement. And then through our time together in just a second, we're going to do something that will hopefully help us become a more encouraging group of people. So uh, Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works not neglecting to meet together, as is, as is the habit of some, but encourage one another. And so this Hebrews verse talks about how there's, there's two things that you see that happen here in this one. Specifically that, that people can neglect spending time together, and in neglecting time together, we may neglect encouragement to one another. Hebrews 3.13 says it again a different way. It says, but exhort one another, encourage one another. That's another word for it. Every day. Okay, just out of curiosity, when did that Bible tell us to encourage everyone? Okay, does that mean every other day? Okay, has anyone encouraged anyone today? Raise your hand if you've done encouragement today. Okay, you, good thing it's early in the day, right? Okay. As long as it is called today, so not only every day, but as long as it is today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. See, here we see encouragement does something different. Encouragement keeps us from being hardened by sinfulness. And so we see one encouragement is, is that we need to be together with people so that we can spend time encouraging one another. And this one talks about that we are to encourage each other every day as long as it is today so that, so that we won't be hardened by sinfulness. So encouragement has a bigger purpose than just complimenting. And that's what I want to talk about real quickly. Encouragement means to inspire someone to be courageous, hopeful, and confident. 
The New Testament reveals that encouragement was a regular part of the early church's life together. We see that in Acts 13, 16, 18, 20, and 27. They shared scriptures, saturated words with each other to spur one another on in faith, Acts 14. To spur one another on in hope, Romans 15. Unity, Romans 15. Colossians 2, joy, Acts 15. Strength, Acts 15. Faithfulness, 1 Thessalonians 2. Perseverance, Hebrews 10. And the certainty of Christ's return, 1 Thessalonians 4, 18. It's interesting how there's always seeming to be a purpose of pushing someone forward when you're encouraging them. Encouraging isn't just complimenting. In fact, one person wrote it this way. Encouragement has become confused with complimenting or praising others. While praise can be a part of encouragement, it doesn't cover the full meaning of the word. We often think of encouragement as saying nice things to others to make them feel good about themselves. But this is closer to the definition of a compliment. Encouraging someone can mean you're giving them support or confidence. You hear this, this is important. But it also means that you're helping to develop something in them. When the Bible talks about encouragement, it usually means that one is calling someone to their side in order to teach, comfort, strengthen, or push them to act in a certain way. There are a few other words in the Bible that have similar meanings, such as exhort, warn, or admonish, the same meanings as encourage, but they are mostly used in Paul's letters. People who encourage others say with love what a person needs to hear when they need to hear it, even if it isn't what the person wants to hear. Encouragement is to spur us on. It's to, it's to give us courage to do something that we believe that we may have allowed fear to set in and not let us do. Encouraging people to be strong in the Lord. If you want to follow someone, and, and kids, I would encourage you this. Ask your parents about this. And, and anyone that doesn't have kids, ask each other about this. Study Barnabas. Acts 4, we know that his name is Joseph, but he's renamed Barnabas, which is son of encouragement because he's that much of an encouragement. The apostles literally rename him because of how encouraging he is. That's his nickname. Encouraging is something that we are supposed to be doing, not just flattery. And isn't it interesting? I'm going to talk to adults for a second. Isn't it interesting how, I'm going, to, I'm going to pick on marriages for a second. Why is it that when a husband may say to a wife, man, you look really nice today, they may think things like, well, you have to say that because you're married to me. Or do you really mean it? Are you sure? Seriously, do I look that way? Or when a wife says, good job to husband, you did great. You're like, yeah, but you know, I could have done this better. The reason is, is because we don't trust the source. We think that the source is just flattering us versus encouraging us. So first things first, when we're encouraging people, we have to tell the truth. Encouragement is not, is not encouragement if it's not true. If I make up something, if I, just, if I just make up something, I'm like, Jaya, you're the tallest person in the world. Isn't that awesome? That's not encouraging. That's a lie. Her dad's taller than her, okay? She is tall, though. You are tall, Jaya. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, Ruby is shorter than her. That's true. Yeah, good point. Encouragement needs to be truth. The second thing is it needs to be motivated out of a heart to spur one another on in good works and love. Encouragement needs to be out of a heart of a desire to see that person grow in the Lord, mature in the Lord, submit their life to the Lord. Encouragement needs to be something that we do on a regular basis. There's another aspect of encouragement we're going to talk about in a second, but beforehand, we're going to do a little craft because we like to do that, okay? Now, before anyone, wait, 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 before anyone moves, this is something that I want every single person to take part in because every single person will be able to take part in the application of it at home later this week. So you can either join in with families and do it together or you can do one for your own household or you can do one as a, a bunch of roommates or you can do one, whatever, however you want to do it. If you want to do it with people that aren't in the same household as you, that's fine, but you have to then come up with a system on how you guys are going to work through that together. So Maddie, why don't you come on up here and make this a lot clearer than I could. 
We want the goal and the desire would be two things. And we'll, we'll talk more about this at the end of it. One is that, that you would be more encouraging. Okay. That secondly, that we would feel more encouraged. That we'd be people that would truly feel encouraged. And not only just encouraged, but, but excited to encourage others. And so Maddie's going to explain how we're going to do that. Hi, guys. So we are going to make paper chains today, kind of like countdown chains and like Christmas time-ish, you know, people make chains for things. <laughs> but instead of a countdown, each of these rings will have a person on it that when you tear it off, you will encourage that person that day. So this is an example one. So this one says, I don't want to tear it necessarily because I have to use it for the next service. But you would tear it and read some of these on the inside. This one says friend, mom, dad, neighbor, brother, things like that. You can use specific names, obviously. And then on the outside of them, I have written some uh, scripture that's encouraging. We will have a slide. Oh, look at that. We're going to have a slide up. We have Bibles back there if you guys want to write the entire verse out. Or feel free to use your phones. So yeah, there's already pre-cut paper back here, so you guys can grab as many as you want to make as long of a chain as you want. And there's some tape too, we're going to have to share the tape. Um, and then there's also some like whiteboards that we can use as a hard writing surface, because I know that sometimes writing on paper on, with pens on the floor can be kind of tricky. This is what we're doing today. Okay, now just real quickly, just dream with me for a second, okay? Can you imagine if every single one of us did these? And the next week, all of a sudden your phone just goes off with a text and someone encourages you with Ephesians 1. Say, hey, Brent, I was praying for you. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to let you know I was praying Ephesians 1 over you today. Can you imagine what that would start doing to us if we started intentionally encouraging one another? Where, where as a community, people started hearing like, hey, I'm praying specifically this verse for you. Is there anything else I can pray for you today? Is there any other way I can be an encouragement to you? What would that do to our days if we were interrupted in that way? Versus being interrupted by Facebook or, or news or advertisements or all the other interruptions that come. What if our days were interrupted by the fact that people were actually intentionally, truthfully encouraging us? And that's what we want to do is we want to create these chains so that, that your phones blow up. So when you get to this person this day, your job is when you tear their name off, you tell them. You email them, you text them, you write a letter, you send them a phone call. You say, hey, I am praying for you today. Here is what I'm praying for you specifically. This is not just something that you do in secret and hiding. Even if they don't know the Lord, just let them know you're praying for them. Guys, this is meant to be an encouragement, meant to spur people on in confidence to do, for them to be led the way that God is leading them. And so we're going to do this. We're going to spend just a few minutes doing this. So papers in the back. Let's go ahead and get going. All right, if we can rein it in real quick. Come on back to me. You guys are free to, to obviously continue these at home and to do this. Um, Real quickly, I want to just recap this again. As, as, you, can, as you think about doing these, these chains, as you think about praying for people, encouraging people, can you just, again, just, just think with me for a second. Every single one of us is, is encouragement deprived, probably. Especially us words of encouragement people like me. Like we are, we are always lacking the encouragement when they need. But a lot of that isn't always because people aren't encouraging us. It's because we actually don't receive it very well. I want to take you to a couple things. One thing that Jesus said that was really, really interesting. Jesus talking to the, the people around there in John, in, or in Matthew eleven eleven, he says, Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was John the Baptist and word got back that Jesus said there was no one greater born to women than, than me, like I, most of us would probably hear that and be like, oh, Jesus, you're just flattering us, stop. No, he, the, the reason why, I, I bet, this is my own thought, but my bet is, is this, this, this inspired John to live even more true to who he was. This encouraged him to go further because Jesus isn't the kind of person that would just flatter. He isn't the person that would say something that isn't truth. 
He would speak it truthfully. This is the other reason why your encouragement has to be true. You can't say something that isn't true. That's just flattery. Your encouragement has to be true. But we need to be better at receiving encouragement. And one of the best ways that we can receive encouragement better is two things. One is, is we, we can actually trust the source that says it. So kids, when your parents say to you, like, hey, you did a really good job at this. I'm really proud of you. And you still see the flaws and the mistakes in it, you accept that encouragement. Husbands, wives, that means when you encourage one another, you receive it. I was talking with a friend a while ago, and I was talking about how we are so quick to receive discouragement and believe it to its 100%. But when someone encourages us, we maybe give 10% effect to it. We need to allow encouragement to be something that we believe is true. We need to see it as what it was meant to do, to spur us on into good works. Don't get lazy in this. Shh. Hey, kids, listen to me. I want you guys to be relentless at this with your parents. Every single day I want to say, hey, who are you praying for today? Who are we going to encourage? I don't want this to be something that just is a chain. Maybe this is something you guys have to, maybe you have to organize yourselves a little bit and calendar it out for you, for you adults. And make it a point to, to continue to pray for people. Can you just, just real quickly, and I've said this already, but could you imagine being, having your day interrupted by someone truly, genuinely encouraging you? That's an, that's an interruption that I think more of us need. And so my hope, my encouragement would be that this would just be a simple tool, a simple way in which you guys could be encouraged and be encouragers. We also gave, you're going to get one of these handed out every single, hey kids, look at me, make sure your parents get one of these. Every single adult gets one too. Uh, Lindsay with the kids ministry put this together. It's, it's a way for you to take what we talked about today and go further with it. So I would encourage you as families, as couples, as roommates, go through this together. As gospel communities, whatever you need to do, go through this together. We need to be more encouraging to one another. And so I hope, I hope that you guys would be encouraged and be encouraging. Uh, we're going to actually do something that I'm excited about. We, we got to do this last time with John at our family service. Um, we have the wonderful honor to have hired Cameron as our youth director. So Cameron, come on up here. Both Cameron and Johnny stepped in as interim leaders to help take it on for a while. And then Cameron accepted the position, I don't know, it feels like two years ago, it was probably three weeks ago. Yeah, okay. Um, anyways, roughly, roughly around there. So Cameron's gonna be overseeing the youth. So I would want you guys to be two things. I want you to be an encouragement to him, either by offering to help serve with him or um, help him find shoes because he never has them. Um, that would be a big encouragement to him. But we wanted to just, as a family, because this is one of those things that's family. Some of you kids in here, when you get to sixth grade, you have to deal with this crazy guy right here. Like that's, that's literally it. And, and yeah, they're excited, yeah. <laughs> and we want to pray for them. So why don't you guys come on up. We're going to pray for Cameron as he steps into this role for protection. Again, a way you guys can encourage Cameron is to keep praying for him. Keep pushing into him, keep trusting the Lord and, and keep him help help him stay submitted to the Lord and we are excited to pray for him. So Brian, would you Yeah, absolutely. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the baton that you give us to keep passing on. That you were able to pass it from Dan to Johnny. And Johnny's passed it on to Cameron. We're blessed to be able to have such powerful youth leaders, this church that you've sent us. Lord, we are blessed that you've given us Cameron to lead in this capacity, that you've given him the heart, that it's your spirit working through Cameron, that 
Lord, he not only loves our kids, but more importantly, he loves you, Lord, and that's what comes through. We know that it's, he makes, he steps up in this role as a target, Lord, because he's working with our youth, Lord, and the psalmist wrote in 121, verse 7 and 8, the Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forward and even furthermore. Just protect Cameron. Protect his body. Protect his spirit. Protect his heart. Protect all the leaders that he's discipling and all the youth that they're discipling, Lord. So thank you so very much. We love you. Cameron, Lord, we love you. Amen. So keep being encouraged. Yeah, you can give him a hand. We're excited about it. Yeah. Thank you for the sacrifice that you give that allows us to bring Cameron on. Um, would you guys please join us in worship? <laughs> 